Hey everybody, it is the you need to know from AgVisor Pro. This is Jason and Kyle, and we've got another great question this week that we want to drop on you. And I think this one comes, we're going to go back into the spring, but we're bringing this question back because there's some relevance because now we're in the fall. Right. So we are digging back in the past on some good questions that I was screenshotting, matter of fact. And I did answer this in time on a very timely basis, but I feel this is important to bring back in the podcast format right now because this is going to be the most important time coming up to answer this question or to help solve this issue. So the question is this, what are some strategies for managing horseweed in spring wheat for minimum till slash no till farming? So that's the question. You have horseweed. Some will refer that to mare's tail in Canada. You'll call that fleabane. Yep. So that's the weed we are talking about. And it is especially an issue in minimum till and no-till environments. Matter of fact, any of those farms in that tillage scenario are dealing with it. If you do till your ground in the fall, generally it's a weed you never deal with. Big weed increase this year really, really took off. And uh, coming out of a dry 21, it just kind of, and then a wet spring in 22, boom, exploded. Well, all and, over the place. and little field work, right? No fall field work. And guess what? That set the playing field for mare's tail to really do its thing. And so this weed, if you want to think about a management strategy, it's all about knowing the biology of this plant. This plant is mm-hmm. a winter annual which means it germinates in the fall. It basically develops a rosette. It gets froze, goes into dormancy, and then starts up in the spring. So think of it like winter wheat, winter rye. It's a winter crop, and it germinates in the fall and then grows again in the spring. So think about how much harder it is to kill winter rye versus spring rye for you cover croppers. I mean, there's... There's a comparison. The winter rye is a lot more resilient. It's harder to kill. It takes more glyphosate to take care of the job. Mare's tail is just like times 20 compared to winter rye. It's (laughs) a lot tougher. And and especially if you let it get big, it's just super tough to get rid of. So that is, you bring up a good point. It it is all about the size of that weed. And uh, most of the time, I think when you get questions that are asked, and this one came back in June, is that probably what didn't happen is what we're trying to prep everybody for now is that right. the fall is the best time. So uh, post-harvest, if you can, if you have fields and you're in a no-till, very minimum till, um, there's two very effective uh, products that you can use once that product, that weed germinates, and that is going to be a 2,4-D and or a dicamba. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but then there's also, um, other products that you can use as well to some degree. So we see a lot of fumioxys in that's used in, in these no-till scenarios. Those products are actually very good at preventing new seeds to germinate. Yes. So if, if you can go out in the fall and do those things, you're going to take so much pressure off you in the spring that, you won't have to ask those questions to AgVisor Pro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and how you Let's use these active hold. ingredients in the fall are, are all slightly different. I mean, if you have mare's tail up, and mare's tail doesn't get very big in the fall, but if you have mare's, tails up, mare's tail up, 
then that's a 2FRD dicamba situation. But this is where uh, I, I guess I'm contradictory on how I uh, recommend flumioxazin in the fall. If it's a kochia thing you're after, I'm always saying push that off until you're ready to winterize your sprayer because then mm-hmm. that flumies there to be active in the spring potentially. You have it as late as possible. But if you wait that late for mare's tail, that mare's tail is up already. And then your flumey isn't really taking care of a lot of things that are up and growing. It's just going to prevent new seed from germinating. But if you're that late into the fall, likely what's germinated has germinated. Yeah. And, and so flumey for mare's tail, if you have mare's tail issues, is generally something that's that mid to late September versus a mid to late October application, at least for us in North Dakota. That's going to vary a little bit everywhere else. Everybody I talk to, they'll always, uh, a farmer will say, hey, I, I'd like to get uh, something that's the cheapest and the best. And in this case, with this weed, that is not necessarily, the cheapest is probably, yeah, if 2,4-D and dicamba, and as far as herbicides go, are priced relatively low in comparison. But this, the best is the time of the year and and when to do it. And you can take a lot of pressure off. Uh, those field situations going into spring and there there's still a lot of options that you can use in in your spring burn down but it is when it comes to mare's tail it's density and the most important thing is the size of the weed when you come into the spring to do the burn down that's that's the biggest issue with mare's tail and the bigger it is the tougher it gets right and uh, i think I think people have realized that, particularly with we haven't really mentioned glyphosate. It it would probably go along as a, as a helper with maybe some other weeds. But anybody who's tried to do mare's tail in the spring with glyphosate, it's that don't work. That well, don't work when you all. have a when you have a mare's tail issue, period, you could paraquat big mare's tail in the spring and still have mare's tail come up later because it has just so many. Yeah. It has so many growing points, and so you burn off a leaf. And you just think of like how many leaves meet the stem. All of those are growing points. They have auxiliary growing points if you burn off that leaf. And so it can literally grow back from just about anywhere. Hmm. And so you. It does a bend and. Yep. They look pretty. Yeah. They look like. uh, They look like the palm trees on a nuclear testing site. Where it just (laughs) blew away everything. And then the tops grow again. You know, just. uh, they're, they're a tough weed to get rid of if you're not on top of it in the fall. And so if you are on top of it in the fall, and we laid out some great options on how to do that, then you pivot into the spring and you still have to keep the pedal down on this because generally your fall application gets rid of a lot of it. But when has a weed control program been 100% perfect? Most of the time you're getting 90% or greater. And the idea is keeping the population low. And so you have to come in the spring and do something else. But if you can keep that weed size small, this is where we were talking about wheat earlier. This is a wheat rotation thing that this particular question was pivoted at. So now we're talking pint rates of 2,4-D. We're talking four ounce rates of dicamba. And you can't have big mare's tail on those rates of product. No. So they have to be small. So that has to be in conjunction with good fall burndown. Yep. And I would say that those rates, if you're using a 2,4-D or a dicamba in the spring, you're not going to be able to get the rate that you need versus mm-hmm. what you can do in the fall 
and go higher rates and have a longer period of time uh, for that product to lose some of its residual. Now, there are uh, a great product to use in the spring is, uh, I guess, Arlex Active. I think it's Helfluvoxifen methyl. Yep. That's, well, no one's going to question it, but that's as close as I can get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Haloxifen. Yeah. Yep. Out- outstanding product. It's yes. just unbelievably good. You'll, you'll, uh, it'll, it'll be in a, it's, it's never sold. Well, I guess it's in one Elevore. It's sold by itself, but otherwise it's in a premix, wider match, things like that. It is, it is outstanding of a product as is if it's in combination with anything that contains clopyrrolid, mm-hmm. but you put, you still put a lot of pressure in the spring. If you've got, you know, weeds that are anywhere from two to you can have Maristel already six, eight inches tall, depending on your sprinkles you're getting, that's getting out of control. Eliminate right. that by the, by the fall and then deal with some stuff in the spring. Right. So how I always prioritize spring burn down is if you did a good job in the fall and you have very, very small mare's tail, low population, then those pre-burn use rates in front of wheat of dicamba or 2,4-D are pretty effective with glyphosate. But if it's starting to get to that up to eight inches tall, now you have a different problem you're dealing with. Now you have to bring on more firepower, and that's where bringing in that uh, helixophen methyl, um, trade names, Culex, Elevore. Culex is just a premix. That's got a more ALS chemistry in it as well. Pretty effective on other spring weeds for burn down. So it's a nice option for burn down or Elevore by itself on at least the U.S. labels. We'll label it up to eight inch tall mare's tail, mm-hmm. which is the only product I know that will label something that tall. Most of the time it's four inches or less. So that's definitely got more horsepower to it. And so if you had bad mare's tail in the spring in front of your wheat, that is definitely an option. And then it's just picking the right products in crop on your small grains that will be extremely effective. Yeah. And if it just so happens this was wheat, but if you, uh, one of the challenges I see is I've had okay luck with if it is uh, an extend or an enlist field. Uh, I've seen some mare's tail that you can smack pretty hard with. Uh, the full rates of the either the 2,4-D choline or the uh, Ingenia or Extendamax uh, dicamba, but even there sometimes it is not as effective as you think it would be. And again, it goes back to the size of mare's tail when you're putting it on. So we have a lot of soybean fields that are full trade, full rates, 2,4-D or dicamba that they have a very tough time controlling mare's tail it has to be controlled in the fall to really have a good grasp on it in the spring and in crop so that's so we just decided to revisit this question because i mean there are a lot of uh, things you can do but if you want to take the pressure off and uh, we don't know how this fall is going to turn out could get dry could get wet don't know and we could get in a situation where we have a lot of uh, seed production that could occur and then we got to just do what's best uh, for our scenario. So right. you can you can do a lot of good. And this isn't just this question, but uh, a lot of different crops where it fits to do fall weed management. Take weed control and kind of put that in this bin over here and then shut the door and never use it. Talk weed management. 
because now we're, we're doing something with a weed that, like Kyle says, a winter annual, and we're doing the best thing to combat that so we're not putting a lot of pressure on in the spring. So that cheapest and best starts here after harvest. Right. And we brought this question up, like we were saying earlier, specifically because of the timing. I mean, this airs on August 31st. And so likely you're listening on the last day of August or you're listening sometime in September to this episode. Mm -hmm. And so it's during the fall post-harvest ready for burn down. A post-harvest burndown. That is your best friend when it comes to the control of horseweed, mare's tail, fleabane, whatever you call it. That is going to be the best strategy you can use is to take care of this in the fall. We laid a pretty good roadmap out on how to do that. It's nice and simple. It just has to be done in the fall. And we have a late harvest. I mean, we're already, we're just starting uh, in my area. I mean, you're farther along. I've seen some stuff with other people. So it's going to be, everybody kind of wants the season to get over. Let's get this done, that done. Don't forget about this deal because we're, if you're farming for it's, next year. It's going to be more important, matter yeah. of fact, because when we're pushed late like this, you're pushed against a calendar. You know that weather's coming, which means you're not going to have that natural break like we did last year between harvest and fall burndown. Yeah. It's going to have to turn over from fall harvest into fall burndown immediately. Yeah. And and there's not going to be a lot of time for that. And I'm about to guarantee you that the price of the product that you're spraying this fall is going to be cheaper than it will be next spring. It always is. Yep. Yeah. Especially I think next year. So just take that into consideration. So yeah, that was great. That was a great question. And that's a heaping load of the shit you need to know this week. <laughs> so we'll see you guys. 